and gentlemen to the eighth wonder of the world The flow of the century Oh, it's timeless Ho! Thanks for coming out tonight You could have been anywhere in the world But you're here with me I appreciate that Good evening and welcome everyone to another episode of Upper 90. I'm SBI Managing Editor Larry Henry and wanted to thank you for checking in with us the last few weeks as we've dived into not only the English Premier League but also all the other leagues going around, the Americans Abroad, MLS. I want to thank some of the guests that have been on so far, Tom Bogert of MLS Soccer, Chuck Booth of Roto World Fantasy, and tonight it's just me. It's just me tonight uh, coming on. Um, week one of the English Premier League season is in the books, and Manchester City, the defending champs, sitting atop the table after their 5 nothing beatdown of West Ham United last Saturday on the 10th. And it was really just a perfect response for Manchester City. Uh, all the drama uh, build-up of this new season um, fell on Anfield Friday night as the runners-up of the Premier League, but the UEFA Champions League winners Liverpool, took on newly promoted Norwich City at Anfield and rolled to a 4-1 win uh, in, on Merseyside. And it was just a dominant performance by Liverpool, getting four goals in the opening 42, 42 minutes. Mohamed Salah, goal and assist for him. Divac Origi with a goal. Virgil van Dijk with a goal. Uh, his first Premier League goal of the season. Um, and uh, and Norwich get played a lot better in the second half, but I, by then I mean the game, match is out of out of reach. And uh, Timu Puki there. Uh, leading scorer from the championship, able to get his first goal uh, of the season. So it was a it was a better fight back from Norwich. Obviously, going to Anfield on your first match back in the Premier League is always going to be tough, especially with that front three that Liverpool has, and really not even the front three, the starting eleven, the eighteen man bench. I mean, it's really really deep, and um, I really do think it's going to be a two way race for the Premier League title again this season between Liverpool and Manchester City I mean both benches are just so deep um, I mean it seems like even if someone misses a game a star player you know Sadio Mane or uh, you know for Manchester City if you don't have Kevin De Bruyne you're able to just bring town off the bench like it's nothing and, and the team seems like they don't they don't skip a beat so so Manchester City comes in on Saturday knowing they need to um, try to replicate a little bit what Liverpool did, and um, they get a five nothing win at the London Stadium. Uh, only one goal in the first half. Gabriel Jesus uh, get, getting the uh, goal in the twenty fifth minute, but really it was a smooth sailing from that point on. Manchester City a lot of the uh, a lot more of the possession in the second half. Um, Raheem Sterling getting a hat trick uh, in the second half, and then Sergio Aguero getting a penalty kick but I think a big question in this match was I mean not only the scoreline which a lot of people probably expected but um, VAR coming into the Premier League this season video review and um, being used a couple times uh, in the match uh, obviously the Aguero goal being one um, 
you know, with the goalkeeper off of his line a little early, they let him retake it and he scores. Um, Raheem Sterling could have had a fourth goal, uh, a goal earlier in the second half, but it was ruled off for for all sides. Um, but it was just a dominant performance by Manchester City, um, being able to uh, replicate what Liverpool did uh, against probably better, uh, you know, better competition. I mean, West Ham's been in the Premier League for a while. They have a good roster. I mean, more money available to to get more better players and and uh, a deeper squad, but. Um, We'll see if Manuel Pellegrini can can figure that out as the season goes on. Um, but then going through the schedule on Saturday, I mean, it was just fun to see the Premier League back, um, being able to to see some new teams, um, you know, get back in there. Sheffield United getting a one one draw at, at Bournemouth, which was uh, one of the matches I was tuning into uh, during that ten o'clock window. And Billy Sharp, obviously a player um, that. You know, if the people that follow the Premier League, or not even the Premier League, but the Championship, uh, you know, he he scored a lot of goals for Sheffield United last season. Kind of a club, basically a club legend for for his service to the club, and um, gets the equalizing goal in the 88th minute to to get uh, Chris Wilder's blades a, a point at the Vitality Stadium. Um, Burnley three nothing comfortable win at home against Southampton. Um, it's a good result for them because uh, a lot of a lot of people are, and media are even saying Burnley could be fighting for relegation. Um, so a good start by them, three nothing. Crystal Palace can't take advantage of uh, being a man up against Everton, zero uh, zero at Selhurst Park uh, against the Toffees. Brighton three nothing win at Watford. Uh, another shocking result, really, after you know Brighton. Barely stayed up last season, and and they get a, a first three points of the season in comfortable fashion um, at Watford, and uh, and Tottenham three uh, one win against Aston Villa. Um, Aston Villa put on, under a lot of pressure in this game. Really, it was uh, it was shocking to to watch and see Aston Villa hold that lead for so long. Um, they get the early goal from John McGinn. It was a you know great run down the middle and. Um, able to take advantage, and um, and then and then the new the new guy steps in for Tottenham, and uh, gets the equalizer. Tangai and Dombele with the uh, equalizer, and then Harry Kane with two goals, one in the 86th, one in the 90th, to uh, give them the lead, and then to pad that lead for three points. Um, Tottenham will make things interesting in the title race. Um, it really is going to come down to them if they can. Make sure they pick up the full three points against teams they should be beating, and then also the games against Liverpool and Manchester City, um, which conveniently will have one of those this weekend with uh, Manchester City hosting Tottenham on Saturday. Um, I'm gonna make sure I'm out and about watching that. Um, I think it'll be a great atmosphere at the Etihad, uh, the home opener for Man, home home opener for Man City, and uh, you know it'll be their first real test of the season. Um, and then we moved to Sunday. Uh, Leicester zero zero draw at the King Power against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, really a good uh, a good point for Wolves um, coming off of uh, Thursday action in the Europa League uh, qualifying round. Wolves are in the Europa League qualifying round, so it was a, a good point for them off short rest. Um, they're able to get a point. Arsenal getting the one nothing win at Newcastle United. Um, good start for Unai Emery's side to to go on the road and get three points. 
Uh, U.S. fans, DeAndre Yedlin still not fit for Newcastle. Um, even word came out on the weekend that a lot of people were expecting him to be back. He was in training last week, and then it's it, reports out of England he had suffered a setback. Um, I believe it was a groin injury. Um, so a setback. So Steve Bruce already it said last weekend he's probably going to be missing a few weeks. Um, it's a tough break for for Yedlin, who is the number one really at at right back for Newcastle, and uh, now he's really going to have to work to you know stay healthy and then to really really work to get into the team after missing a couple weeks. Um, and then really, uh, I mean, obviously the game of the weekend, but Manchester United. I mean, what four nothing win at home at Old Trafford, um, cruising past Frank Lampard. Uh, in his uh, Premier League managerial debut with Chelsea, and uh, and it was just the the performance that I think Manchester United fans really are excited about. I mean, they get four goals: Marcus Rashford with two, Paul Pogba with two assists, Daniel James gets his uh, first goal for the club uh, in his Premier League debut for the club. Um, just a really good, comfortable f- performance. Christian Pulisic comes off the bench to make his Premier League debut for Chelsea. Came on just before the hour mark. Didn't really get into the game too much. Um, I, I mean, obviously today he played a lot better with the UEFA Super Cup, um, which we'll get into into that a little bit later. But um, I, I think Pulisic will come into his own. Um, it, it's always going to be tough. You go on the road to Old Trafford. You know your first game in the Premier League. Um, and then with a lot of expectations really for both of these teams uh, with last year with both teams kind of struggling a little bit not really finding their groove and you know they Solskjaer stays and then Chelsea makes a managerial change so um, I would think Chelsea bounces back this weekend at home against Leicester um, especially after the performance they put in today um, in the Super Cup against Liverpool Manchester United, uh, comfortable win. Now they go to Wolves on Monday, which is uh, always why and one of the reasons I love the Premier League so much is the Monday night matches. Um, later in the season, we'll get some Tuesday, Wednesdays in there, and then even some Friday nights. Um, so it's always good. I always love seeing the Premier League on multiple days in a week. Um, so you know, looking at the table, obviously it's the first week. Man City up at up. First, your goal difference. Man U at second, Liverpool at third, and Brighton at fourth. Um, the bottom three: West Ham bottom. You have to have five nothing hammering Chelsea second from bottom, and Watford third uh, from bottom in eighteenth. Um, and then you know, looking in the schedule this week, I, I think we got some you know really good games coming up. Um, you know, we have Man City Tottenham Saturday afternoon, twelve thirty. Uh, coverage will be on NBC, and like I said, I'll be out uh, enjoying that with some uh, with some friends. Sunday, we got Sheffield United in their home opener uh, against Crystal Palace. I think it'll be a great atmosphere uh, there at Bramall Lane as uh, Chris Wilder's men look to go for three points against Crystal Palace. Definitely a winnable game for them after the performance they put in at, at Bournemouth. Um, not a lot of teams really taking. Uh, points from uh, the Vitality last year so um, and then Chelsea hosting Leicester 
Uh, and then Monday afternoon, Wolverhampton Wanderers, Manchester United, 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern on NBCSM. I think it will be a good test for Wolves. A lot of teams, obviously, they were they were a huge surprise this year. Cats out of the bag now. People, people know what to expect from this team, what they're going to do. Raul Jimenez up top, scoring a lot of goals. The midfielders, Joe Matinho. Um, so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, this coming week. Now we're going to dive into the EFL Championship um, coming off their second match day of the season uh, and it was a full it was a full slate of games on Saturday. Um, no Friday games, no Sunday games and then obviously this week teams in action in the Carabao Cup first round. Um, so going through the results uh, we had Leeds, Nottingham Forest, the Brian Clough Derby uh, going on there at Ellen Road. 1-1 finished uh, with Leeds getting a point at home. Um, going through the, the scores here, Charlton Athletic with uh, a 3-1 win at home against Stoke City. Um, recently just getting promoted back to the championship and now they've got two wins in a row. They, uh, they, they beat Blackburn, now they beat Stoke City. Um, really good start for them after coming up. Uh, Cameron Carter Vickers, uh, the U.S. international, uh, you know, recently just joined Stoke City on loan for the remainder of the season, and uh, he did not make his debut. He actually made his debut uh, for the club on Tuesday in a one nothing win at Wigan in the Carabao Cup, playing the full ninety. Um, so we should start seeing him uh, get sprinkled into the. Uh, into the uh, 11-man squad for, for Stoke. Uh, Darby County, 0-0 at home against Swansea. A good point for Swansea is, you know, they were out-possessed in the game. Um, with Darby's, chan- you know, attacking threats, you'd think they would get more from that. Fulham bouncing back after an opening day loss, beating Blackburn 2-0 um, at Craven Cottage. Hull City, 2-1 winners at home against Reading. Uh, in a match where they uh, they really defended, they really had to fight for it. Reading having sixty close to sixty five percent of the possession, um, good three points there for Grant McCann, uh, Grant, Grant McCann's side. Preston North End three nothing winners over Wigan. Wigan coming off that high of a three two rivalry win against Cardiff City on opening weekend, and then they just did not sh- get off the bus really. I mean three nothing loss on the road. Uh, QPR 1-1 against Huddersfield. Um, good bounce back for Huddersfield after that opening weekend loss uh, at home. Sheffield Wednesday 2-0 winners uh, at home against Barnsley. Barnsley putting a lot of pressure on the Owls. Um, their first loss of the season. And then West Brom uh, 1-1 against Millwall. Um, again, uh, you expect West Brom to maybe get more there. Seventy-three percent possession at home. I mean, you would think that they would, but a good point for Millwall. Um, and then just going through the American abro- Americans abroad uh, off match day two in the championship. Dwayne Holmes still um, working his way back towards fitness. Um, probably going to be out. I would think at least another week or so from. From injury um, for Darby County, Fulham uh, Luca De La Torre uh, did not dress uh, in this match against Blackburn, but Tim Ream uh, did come back in. Uh, was starting at center back with Alfie Molson. He went the full ninety. 
Uh, good to see him back, the uh, U.S. veteran coming off that uh, really, I guess, an impre- uh, impressive performances in the in the Gold Cup. Not many people really thought Tim Ream would be a part of it, and, and he and he kept the spot and kept it for for most of the tournament. Um, Hull City and Reading, we had two U.S. guys going head to head. Eric Lehigh, the Hull City captain, going the ninety for the winners, and Matt Miazga going ninety minutes for Reading. Um, Andrea Novakovic did not dress with the senior squad for Reading. Um, he actually had scored a hat trick with the U23s in a six nothing win over Newcastle uh, over the weekend. So it was good to see him getting a hat trick. Uh, hopefully Ho- Jose Gomez will you know see that bring him up to the senior squad. He had dressed. He came off the bench uh, in the first game and uh, appeared for a few minutes, but it wasn't anything too long um and then continuing to go through here wigan athletic anthony robinson going the 90 for wigan uh in the three nothing loss qpr huddersfield 1-1 jeff cameron u.s veteran going 90 minutes for qpr and uh, and then yeah that's it for the championship um some some interesting games this weekend huddersfield and fulham going head-to-head Friday night uh, at the uh, John Smith Stadium. Two teams both relegated last year, both eager and hoping to get back to the Premier League. Um, Saturday schedule, everybody kicking off at 10 a.m. Uh, no afternoon game, no early game. I, I Pick of the litter here, I would go with uh, Stoke City, Derby County uh, at the Bet365 Stadium. Uh, it should be a good contest. Uh, both teams uh, coming off, uh, you know, busy weeks. Obviously, both coming off Carabao Cup wins uh, midweek, so that'd be a good one to watch. And then Sunday, Reading Cardiff kicking off at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. Um, both teams, uh, like I said, both teams re- relevantly been in the Premier League not that long ago. So Cardiff just recently being relegated. Um, now we are going to dive into the UEFA Super Cup. It was a uh, all Premier League clash in Istanbul this afternoon as Liverpool, the defending Champions League winners, took on Chelsea, the defending Europa League winners uh, in Istanbul. And it was a 5-4 penalty shootout win for Liverpool at home uh, against uh, Chelsea. Uh, really, it was just it was a good match. Um, yeah, a lot of fans made the trip from England uh, to see it, and uh, you know when it was it, a lot of drama there, a lot of uh, great saves by the goalkeepers. Um, really, could have finished as, as an even higher scoreline, and could have been finished before we even got the extra time. Um, Olivier Giroud kicking off the action, the 36 minute. Uh, it was a nice finish by him, left-footed in the bottom right corner. Uh, after a great feed from Christian Pulisic, his first uh, competitive assist for Chelsea, uh, a great through ball, and uh, Olivier Giroud uh, makes no mistake, always showing up on a European night and uh, and, and put it away. Uh, Sadio Mane, um, even before that, really, it, it could have been 2-0. Uh, Pulisic... With a great chance, a, a great goal, and uh, he had his back towards goal, and he, he takes one step, and he rifles it in the bottom quarter. 
um, before halftime. Unfortunately, it was whistled for offsides, um, but it was really a lively, um, you know, full start for for Pulisic. Uh, I mean, he was active. Uh, he, you know, he tried to get on the ball. Um, Pedro was a big uh, influence in the first half. Jorginho and Golo Kante were all trying to get on the ball. Um, and Pulisic's going to have that. I mean, there's a lot of guys at, at Chelsea that want to get the ball on their feet, make plays. I mean, he's not the only one. And, you know, he's the newest of the bunch. Um, one of the newest of the bunch. Um, Sadio Mane tying it up, 48th minute, uh, after Roberto Firmino came off the bench as a halftime sub. And he really makes the play happen, wins the ball, is able to get it to Mane, who, who smashed it into an empty net in the 48th minute. Uh, Pulisic left after 74 minutes. Mason Mount came in. Um, really had a good chance to to win the game. Uh, he had a great... Uh, he, like Pulisic, had a goal taken away due to offsides, and it was a great finish uh, for the former... Uh, you know, he's on loan at Derby County with Frank Lampard last season, so he knows what he's capable of. Um, and... Uh, and as we kept going through the game, both teams had their chances. Uh, Sadio Mane would, would give Liverpool a 2-1 lead in the 95th, uh, again from Firmino, and it was a great finish off the crossbar and in. Um, Sadio Mane is playing with a lot of confidence right now. Um, but the lead did not last long. Six minutes later, Jorginho scoring from the penalty spot after Liverpool backup keeper Adrian uh, fouled the Italian Uh in the box and uh, Adrian stepping in for the injured uh, Alisson who got injured against Norwich in the Premier League opener Um, so the former West Ham keeper is in the pipes Um, he gets beaten there from the uh, the penalty Um, and as the game goes on and then we go into a shootout um, and it was back and forth I mean everybody made it in there for for Liverpool for Mino uh, Fabinho, Divac Origi, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Mo Salah, and, um, and Tammy Abraham um, gets his effort saved uh, by a kick save by Adrian with, with a great kick save. And um, unfortunately for Tammy Abraham, it, it's a growing moment. I mean, it, it's sad to see that, you know, even after the game, you know, you could see kind of the tears on his face. Um, but a lot of, even both players from both teams came up and kind of patted him on the head and like, you know, you don't worry, you're going to have more chances at this. Um, and Liverpool, uh, another, uh, another successful, um, night in Istanbul as they, uh, take the UEFA Super Cup over Premier League rivals Chelsea 5-4 in the penalty shootout. Um, it, w- it was a good game. Uh, I think it's a good test for both these teams as they're going to be going into, uh, you know, into league competition more frequently. And then you toss in all the other competitions. Champions League group stage will be starting in September. So, you know, you're going to have a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Um, and then earlier this week, we did have uh, some Champions League qualifying. I, I think there was a, some good games all around. Um, and two of the, you know, two of the expected teams, maybe even three, if you count three of the expected teams, um, got knocked out uh, in qualifying um, in, for the Champions League. Uh, Celtic, 
the Scottish uh, Giants, uh, you know, they they lost to Romanian side CFR Cluj 5-4 on aggregate. Second leg was 4-3 at Celtic Park, and it's a game where, um, I mean, every year, I mean, I know I know some colleagues and friends who, who watch the Scottish League, and, and they are always kind of, well, why, why do the champions of Scotland have to go through qualifying, but then the Premier League automatically gets four teams? I mean, it is FIFA's ranking. I mean, we can't do anything about that as fans, but... Um, it was it was shocking to see Celtic lose um, at home. Uh, you know, my condolences to to Declan Hughes, uh, a friend of mine. Uh, you know, uh, diehard Celtic fan, and uh, it, it was it was tough to see. It was unfortunate to see because I think you know you bring in these stadiums into the Champions League. I mean, it brings some great energy in the Champions League, and Celtic Park, unfortunately, is not going to be one of them this season. Um, FC Porto losing to Russian side Krasnodar uh, 3-3 on the away goals tiebreaker um, as Krasnodar scored three in the second leg uh, to knock out the Portuguese side. And uh, Basel, the Swiss side, who we've seen in the Champions League um, many years, uh, they lost uh, on the road, second leg, 3-1 to Lask and uh, 5-2. Uh, on aggregate, Ajax, uh, they stay in it. They beat PAOK of Greece and with a 3-2 second leg win. They advance. Sergino Dest, the U.S. U-20 international, coming off making his Champions League debut, uh, getting 45 minutes off the bench and uh, another milestone for him this season. Um, Dynamo Zagreb, the Croatian side, advancing. Um, Club Bruges uh, knocking out Dynamo Kiev, the Ukrainian side. Uh, 3-3 was the second leg. Bruges advances 4-3 uh, on aggregate. And uh, Ethan Horvath, um, seems like his time in the in between the post for Bruges, the American keepers, coming to an end with Simon Mignolet joining from Liverpool. And, and he's just kind of taken that spot now and run with it. Um, Rosenborg, the uh, Norwegian side. Uh, advancing as well and uh, and yeah so we will have more Champions League uh, qualifying coming up the next few weeks Um, Carabao Cup action this week as well Um, EFL Championship teams dropped into it this week and a couple getting uh, knocked out um, getting uh, getting upset in the, uh, the first round here um, the only game not played was Sheffield Uni- Sheffield Wednesday, excuse me, against Bury. Obviously, Burring, Bury having some some ish financial issues, which uh, they're going to have to resolve uh, by next week, or they're going to be kicked out of the EFL uh, permanently. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it was several teams getting knocked out from the championship. Um, Going through the uh, the heavy list here, uh, Middlesbrough uh, losing the crew Alexandria on penalties uh, at home, which uh, you don't see uh, see that a lot. The uh, the the higher team getting knocked out at home. Brentford, another EFL team, get losing to Cambridge United. Um, keep going through here. Uh, Sunderland beating Accrington, excuse me, Stanley, three to one. Um, on the road, Lyndon Gooch, the U.S. international, playing the full 90 for Sunderland. 
Um, continuing to go through here. Um, Huddersfield losing one nothing at home to Lincoln City. Probably the biggest shock, really. Them and Middlesbrough both uh, getting knocked out. Uh, Nottingham Forest squeaking by Fleetwood Town one nothing uh, at home. QPR knocking out Bristol City. That's an all championship affair. QPR winning on penalties. Derby County one nothing again. Some some of these EFL Championship teams they play a lot of the younger guys. Maybe give some of the veterans a break, um, and then they you know get the one nothing score lines rather than the blowouts. Um, Rotherham United uh, shout out to Matthew Olasunde. The uh, U.S. international, former Man U product, uh, getting the full 90 and a 4 nothing win on the road at Shrewsbury. Um, Swansea City advancing, Hull City advancing, Stoke City advancing, Reading knocking off Wickham Wanderers, uh, U.S. Uh, international Giles Phillips playing the full 90 for Wickham. Uh, Reading, Matt Miazga was on the bench. He did not play. And for the second time in a few days, Millwall and West Brom uh, met up uh, at West Brom at the Hawthorns and this time after a 1-1 league draw over the weekend Millwall gets a 2-1 cup win uh, on the road so they're into the next round um, so we'll have more uh, more Carabao Cup action coming up uh, over the next few weeks the draw has already been made obviously with the whole uh, situation with Bury and the with their financial issues, um, they might be kicked out. They who knows if they're even going to be allowed to to play in the next round. So Sheffield Wednesday might be getting a free pass to the next round to face Rotherham. Uh, we'll see. So uh, we will have more of that coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, tomorrow Thursday we do have some Europe. We have shouldn't say some we have plenty of Europa League qualifiers if you uh you want to watch some some soccer on Thursday uh Scottish side Rangers um uh, at home Wolverhampton Wanderers at home for nothing win I would think they might rest a couple people get ready for that Man U league clash uh Scottish side Aberdeen against Rijeka uh at home trying to overturn a two nothing aggregate uh, Strasbourg of Ligue 1 at home, PSV at home, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt with a 5 nothing lead at home. I would think we might see Timmy Chandler, the uh, U.S. veteran, coming in for that game uh, with them holding a 5 nothing lead. Uh, Roaming Gaul and Malmo, 3 nothing aggregate lead going on the road for the second leg. And uh, Serie A side Torino, 5 nothing lead going on the road. Um, Spartak Moscow is also in action, Fire Nord, um, so plenty of action. Uh, and then as we get into the weekend, La Liga and the Bundesliga kick off this weekend. Um, Bayern Munich, the defending Bundesliga champs, hosting Hertha Berlin on Friday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, I think it'll be good to see another league back. Um, and then obviously another league stacked with plenty of American talent um, like the Bundesliga. Also La Liga, Barcelona going on the road Friday afternoon against Athletic Bilbao, 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Um, again, we'll see Lionel Messi uh, and all of Barcelona's uh, you know wonders in action. Um, and then if you're a fan of Liga, Lyon versus Angers again on Friday uh, 2.45 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. 
Uh, and then this weekend, Bundesliga, uh, some more. We have MLS um, continuing their regular season. Um, just going even through that schedule, the LA Galaxy hosting the Seattle Sounders in the game of the night on Saturday. Also, don't, keep an eye on the New York Red Bulls. Uh, they're going up against rivals New England Revolution, and Bruce Arena has really done a great job with the Revolution since coming uh, to the club. They're going on the road. Uh, Red Bulls should be favored to get three points, but you never know with MLS, especially this time of the season. Uh, local to me, at least, the Philadelphia Union uh, going on the road to face the Chicago Fire. Uh, Jim Curtin's side still holding the top spot in the East. They're going to try to put in more of a convincing performance against Chicago, um, unlike last week against Houston. Uh, and then late night action, we have Real Salt Lake against LAFC on Saturday night, Vancouver against DC United. Um, we'll see if Wayne Rooney is uh, able to play in that. He was coming off of an illness. He did not play in the win over LA. Um, it stinks for the fans. I would have loved to seen Wayne Rooney against Zlatan Ibrahimovic, but um, Rooney was unable to to play a part. And the only match on Sunday, MLS, Portland Timbers, Atlanta United, the rematch of the MLS Cup from last year, in which I was at uh, down in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And this time it'll be at Providence Park, 10 p.m. For all you, all you late viewers out there um, who aren't ready to go back to work on Monday and you want to have an excuse to not go to work Monday, then just say you stayed. Then don't tell them you watched MOS, but that can be your excuse to, to stay up late on Sunday night. Um, and we will have more of Upper 90. Um, that's it for this episode, but we will have more on Upper 90 in the coming weeks. Uh, it's going to start diving into you know more uh, competitions here, hopefully get some more guests uh, hopping up. I got a couple lined up, and uh, you know who knows, maybe we'll even get some interviews with some uh, American players overseas. I'm, I'm in getting in the works of getting a couple guys lined up for that, so that'd be to great be great to have them jump on. So, for everyone listening, thank you very much. This is Larry Henry. You can see my writing, sbisoccer.com. Uh, and this is Upper 90 Podcast. Thank you. Have a good night.